You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I don't know if you've ever opened for like a celebrity who doesn't do stand-up, but they end up making you do like 45 minutes and then they go up and do like 10. That's yeah, usually how say, sex is for me. They say all their hits. Yeah. Crowd cheers. They get on stage. Hey, wasn't that guy great? Man. I'm glad I found him. And they go, yeah, you're a genius celebrity who I won't name. <laughs> Yep, yep, yep. There it is. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another sensational episode of My Mama Told Me, the podcast where we dive deep, deep into the pockets of black conspiracy theories. And we finally work to prove that Nick Cannon is having all of these children so that he can build an army that takes back his America Got Talent job by force he says he's very upset that you all expected him to read and be more careful with his words he's gonna train these weird named babies to attack the nbc building and bring his job back that is the theory that i'm spreading i'm your host langston kerman as always i'm coming in hot baby it's a hot one we're doing it we're oh i'm having a good day my wife's mom moved into the house now and she made salmon croquettes and our house smells like ass but my tummy is full and i'm enjoying the company this that's it's a delight i have a new kingdom that i'm building and you know what my guest today she's got her own kingdom a queendom i dare say she's so talented so funny you know her from amazing things. You know her from home economics. You know her from woke, from SNL, and from her very, very, very fun, 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 funny, all the fun, all the unease. It's it's a great podcast called Best Friends Podcast. And she runs with Nicole Byer. I love her. Please give it up for my guest, Miss Sashir Zameda. Yeah. yeah. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm so happy you're here. This Congrats week. on the salmon uh, croquettes. Is it? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. She was like, I'm going to cook. And I was like, hell yeah. And then she I cooked. Mean, and now our house smells wild. But, you know, <laughs> that's part but, of the deal. You know, home cooking is always great. Yeah, exactly. You get over the smell once it's in your, your body. And then mm-hmm. you worry that people are going to come over and they're going to be like, y'all dirty. <laughs> Why did you smell like this? <laughs> You're like, shut up, pull up a plate. Right. <laughs> no, no, no. Eat this. You'll figure it out. Yeah. 
Okay, you came today, and I don't want to play any games. I don't want to fuck around this this episode. Let's not fuck around. Let's not fuck around because you came to me with a conspiracy theory that that I have been hearing mm-hmm. my entire life. I think uh, right. maybe that's not appropriate that I've been hearing it my entire your life. entire life. Yeah. <laughs> Even when you were a, a wee lad, a wee lad. <laughs> Since the day I came out, a, a, a man who I did not recognize looked at me and he said, you know, and I was like, all right, here we go. And I'm not going to jump the gun on this, but you said my mama told me. Women's butts get bigger after they have sex. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me more. I, you know, I didn't, I didn't hear it until my butt got bigger. Mm. Like there was a definitive time period between senior year of high school and my first year of college. And my aunt was the first one to be, (laughs) did you have a good summer? And I was like, (laughs) I was like, I guess. What do you, what do you mean? She's like, your ass got fat. And I was like, I mean. I guess it changed a bit. <laughs> and then I asked my mom and she was like, yeah, when women's butts get bigger after their cherry gets popped. And I was, which was not even the case. I was still very right. much a virgin and not n- very pristine and t- untouched at that point. Oh, but so you hadn't even had sex. I had not had sex. But so, they were recognizing the shift preemptively in yes. your body. Yes. And you were, were you then telling them that like, yo, I'm actually, I didn't have sex? Or were I you was. just like, yeah, nah, dog, we out here. <laughs> <laughs> I should have. I should have been like, yeah, what you said. We're all, we're all fucking because we're cool. Mm, we're dick. All, I love yeah. it so much. <laughs> mm, nom, 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 <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, yeah. I, I, I mean, to my mom, I was like, no, 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 of course not. But, you know, she always thought I did things that I didn't do. She's mm. like assumed I was doing the worst when I was truly scared and, and doing the best. I was like, I, you know, straight A student, right. like stayed at home, did all the activities and she would like still come find me after choir rehearsals and be like, you were out too late. You didn't answer your text. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you are poking through that, that robe. I see it. I see that big old <laughs> butt. You've been out here. I fucking. know what you've been doing. Yeah. That's wild. So, so you hear this, they say this to you. You know for a fact that this bigger butt is not the result of sex. Right. Do you then completely dismiss the conspiracy theory? Are you like, nah, it's not true because I am living proof of that? You know, I actually didn't dismiss the conspiracy theory, even though it didn't apply to me. So I remember telling my man this, who was white, and he was like, what? (laughs) He was like, that's (laughs) a crazy theory. And I was like, is it? (laughs) Because I... (laughs) Because it's so common and people say it so much. I just thought that everyone knew that. And he's like, no, he's like, I've literally never heard that. And also there's no science behind that. And I was like, oh, I guess. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Sure. I will say and this this gets a little into the research, but it's not going to blow anything here. When I look this up, you know, you just type the words into Google and let Mm -hmm. Google do what it does. Right. But uh, the autofill for this, when you go out after women have sex, do their blankety blank, blank, blank. And the immediate autofill is do their hips get wider, which feels like the the whiter version. Yes. Of this equation, if you Mm -hmm. will. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Them being like, oh, my body's wider mm-hmm. than usual, as opposed to my butt is larger. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, especially uh, for a certain generation of women, a big butt was like the the biggest taboo that you could right. possibly have. Right. And so for white women, it's like, no, I'm widening. Don't you dare, motherfucker. <laughs> Don't you dare say that my butt's getting big. Yeah, my butt stayed perfectly the same. It's just that <laughs> the sides got a little wider. <laughs> I'm just like a pancake spreading yeah. out on a pan. You know what I mean? It ain't, it ain't got nothing to do with getting thicker. It's just right. getting wider. <laughs> okay, so so you don't dismiss this. You don't you don't go, yeah. no, I don't believe you guys. I'm ready to, you know, you you at least play with the idea. I do play with the idea. And do you I think spread that to other people? Not as fact, but I think but I guess I've mentioned it as an adult and then still have people be like, <laughs> what? <laughs> And I, even though I know it's not true for me, I guess I was like, well, I'm a special case. <laughs> right. <laughs> my butt just came 
early, and that's okay. <laughs> hey, listen, my butt knew that eventually I was going to be ready. <laughs> Just a little preemptive growth, that's all. Sure. This is a little, this is a little early gl- growth for a big butt, and then we'll, mm-hmm. we'll get there. Yeah. Okay, so you you do believe at least in the possibility of it. You are at least throwing it around as a rumor. And then you have this white partner who is like, I've never heard of that. There's no science to back that. Yeah. Does that sway you in any way? Or are you then like, ah, damn, okay, you thwarted me, white man, with your <laughs> your science and with education. Science, okay. <laughs> you know, it hasn't thwarted me because even if there aren't like scientific backings, mm-hmm. I still think there's something to that. I can see because after you have sex, and again, I haven't looked up any of this, but I'm assuming <laughs> that <laughs> that you're. Let me just <laughs> say, I love when people don't look up anything. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's my favorite part of this show. Please go on. I guess what I was thinking of why that would make sense is that your body starts making a house for a baby. Your body mm-hmm. starts expanding and is like, okay, we got to rearrange stuff because, you know, th- our body's now having sex. We're trying to procreate. We're trying to make room for mm-hmm. new life. So that's why it makes sense in my brain. But I don't know if that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do think that is essentially what puberty is, right? That yeah. like it is our bodies basically saying, yo, your your ultimate function is to be able to procreate, is to Mm -hmm. be able to keep making more of you. And so your balls will drop, your hips will widen, all your shoulders will get big so that Mm -hmm. you can peacock at, you know, in a parking lot in front of a lady who's a little drunk and just left the club. Like all the things you need Mm -hmm. to be able to Just like nature intended. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Just to be a sexual person is all, it happens. So it, it theoretically makes sense for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. So I'm did right. you did you find yourself experiencing any fear around this? Were you like some of these white women afraid that like, oh, no, me and this massive butt, what, what will I do when I introduce sex to the equation? I think the only fear is that everyone thought I was having sex because mm. I was like a, I was a church girl and I and not that I needed everyone to know that I was carrying a virginity card but i just yeah i didn't want people to think that i was having sex and that i was welcoming sex and that i was like i, I didn't want to draw attention in that way and have people be like oh okay, oh. okay. time for me to slip on in there because i wasn't <laughs> ready <laughs> i wasn't ready <laughs> i love how awful men are that the <laughs> the instinct that women have to live with is that once you've had sex, everybody assumes they can have sex yes, with you. This is true. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, literally. <laughs> Boy, you talk, we you are talk not about good. no, you talk about previous sexual encounters and people are like, oh, then well then I can do that too, right? Because you're, right. you're just open. <laughs> you're open for business. You just take another clients and I'm like, that's I not heard what y'all I was saying. Here. Is that yeah. <laughs> is that true? <laughs> That's what I heard. I heard you did it once, so you do it all the time. Were you at the time, logic? were you like saving yourself for marriage? Was that the, the ultimate goal? Yeah, yeah, it was. And, that, and then that didn't end up happening. But, sure. uh, <laughs> but that was what I learned and thought was right. That, you know, yeah. got to wait for your husband and do it, do it godly. Yeah. <laughs> do it in a godly fashion. I didn't personally like grow up in a church, but at like 13, I, all my friends were talking about going to church. I was like 12, 13. And I basically like went to my mom and her husband at the time. And I was like, Hey, we got to start going to church. Church. I'm trying to fuck with church. And then I ended up becoming one of those kids that goes to church like three days a week. So like, yeah, no, I was a freak. I was like going to Bible study independent of my yeah. family just because I wanted to learn more about religion and shit. Yeah. And then I similarly like had made a vow to myself where I was like, nah, I'm gonna save myself for marriage. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a dude who doesn't have sex before marriage. And Did you buy yourself a my, ring? Yeah, I didn't do that. <laughs> I, I knew not to be a fucking loser out in public, but I it, it was a private vow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I then went to my dad. 
And I and my dad's very atheist. He very yeah. he's very much a person who doesn't believe in any of that shit. And uh, I I told my dad that like yo. I'm thinking that I'm going to save myself for marriage and his response. And he's not a big uh, guy who like talks a lot, but I, I was like, you know, I'm saving myself for marriage. And I remember we were driving in a car and he said, Oh, why? <laughs> and then I was like, well, when you put it that way. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say like a speech. I thought it was going to be like a speech or like a look now, you know, <laughs> Here's nope. You know, good thought, but here's logically why that wouldn't work. It's just ew. <laughs> just ew. Why? And then turned up a book on tape. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> just left me with that feeling for the rest of always. And it worked. I yeah. Like two years later, I was done with that idea. So <laughs> it definitely worked. That is very funny. That's so funny that you wanted to go to church. I was forced to and didn't mm-hmm. want to keep going. But I guess it's like. If you're used to it, you'd want to stop. And maybe if you're not, you're like, ooh, what's this cool new thing? Or like, Yeah. I think it's it's like how, uh, you know, the Williams sisters probably were tired of tennis at a certain point. Because it's yeah. like, yeah, you yeah. just do this constantly. It gets old. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, why that Lou sense. Williams went to that strip club. What is it? The the real, you know, I'm talking basketball. You don't oh, probably don't know a know. lot about it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I saw know. your face shift in a way uh, that it just made my eyes me went sad blank. Too. <laughs> 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 the point is, you can be so successful at a thing and or uh, frequent a thing enough that you start to regret being there. Yeah. Do you feel like you did resent church by this point? Were you like sitting or not resent? Resent maybe a heavy word. Were you anti-church or were you just sort of like, eh, I'm over this experience? I think like over this experience. I think I was going to church like it was routine. I had friends there. I liked being in the choir, Mm -hmm. but I was, I don't think I was like gathering information or like, I don't think I was like really taking in what was being said. Sometimes I was, but because there's always general like good themes being spoken, but then sometimes I did have issues with the word. So, yeah, I think I was kind of like, meh, not like I hate it, but I can see why it's good and why it's good for communities and people, but not that I I wasn't so far in. I got you. Why then still hold on to like your sexual uh, Mm -hmm. sanctity, you you protect your virginity in this way at that point? Well, I grew up in the Midwest, Mm -hmm. in Indianapolis, and there was a lot of teen pregnancy there (laughs) and just seeing what these girls were having to go through like taking care of kids while still going to school i was like i don't want to do that i do not want that so that kind of scared me and made me averse to even want because because also i was like everyone's pullout games very weak like if if that's what's like how is so how are so many of us getting pregnant? I don't want to I don't want what they have to offer. <laughs> All these Indiana carbs have made us very slow and lethargic <laughs> in a way that we can't get out of yes. each other. So it's probably yeah. not worth it. It's not worth it. Yeah. So I, I think I was just like, I don't want to risk it. Also, because I knew I wanted to go to college. I wanted to get out of Indiana. So I was that was my main focus. I was like, I just need to, like, put the blinders on focus, work, 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 work mm-hmm. and get out of here. It is, it's a funny thing that I think we unfortunately have to do with scenes is that we have to correlate sex with a bad thing, like for people of a certain age, because if you don't, they're not able to facilitate like right and wrong clear enough in their heads to be able to go like, okay, I can have sex sometimes, but I don't want to overdo it and if i do mm-hmm. do it i want to be protected and i want to be careful and ideally we can teach that stuff right we can go into a school and help them understand that this is something that you can both indulge in but be in control of but instead yeah. we just go don't because everything in your world will die yeah we we only had scare tactics there was no actual information on like how to do it safely it was just don't and we had a baby think about it. Have you heard of that? I have not, but I'm so excited to find out what that means. <laughs> it was It's a baby doll that you had to take care of for a week so you could oh. think about it. So you could think, like, do I want this? <laughs> and they were like tiny robots. They had like a computer chip in their back to yeah. monitor, like, how often you picked it. It was weighted, so you could, it could tell how often you picked it up. 
There was a light sensor in its mouth so you could see how often you fed it. It cried. There were also some crack babies and some of them just like cried consistently, which I was like, why are you doing that to kids? Whoa, hold (laughs) on. Wait a minute. Because hold on. (laughs) Are you saying that they introduced these babies to you as crack babies? I don't remember that. I didn't get one of those. I don't know if they said, (laughs) here's your crack baby. But but that was word on the street that some of these babies wouldn't shut up. I was like, oh, no. Damn. Yeah. So I had a baby, but I didn't, I didn't want a baby. I didn't ask for this baby. Right. (laughs) And I did horribly taking care of this baby. And there was one day in particular, I was late for the bus and I was carrying the baby in one arm and I was running to the bus and its head, (laughs) its head was like loose and like bouncing back and forth. You're running like a bad mom with this baby (laughs) under your shoulder. Yes. And at the end of the week, they take the computer chips out and like tally all the like you know, nurturing neglect points or whatever. And I had like 32 abuse points or like some, some, <laughs> some, some crazy number of, of abuse points. And then someone from CPS, Child Protective Services, had to come talk to me. I mean, Whoa. I'm assuming it was an intern or something, but they like took me to a room and they're like, if this was a real baby, we would have to take it away from you. And I was like, good. I didn't ask for this. I didn't, want I didn't ask baby. for this life. I didn't, <laughs> I just wanted to go to school. I didn't want this. But That's yeah, insane. They're like, hey, this year we unshipped your baby and it turns out it has CTE now. So <laughs> we're going to have the government come down and uh, get involved in what in a thing you didn't volunteer for. No. Also, you're, you're 14. So good luck with your future. What is yeah. that so fucked up? It was crazy. But I think it also may have backfired for some people. I think some people were like, oh, this wasn't that hard or right. like, you know. If this is all, which is also it's like, it's still a robot baby. It's not an actual baby. So it's yeah. still not, still doesn't require all the things you need to do to take care of a baby. So if someone succeeded and got an A and was like, oh, that's all I got to do to take care of a baby. Yeah. I could just have a baby right now. And they've also like calibrated, the, I'm sure they calibrated the children to still at least be reasonable within a high school person's schedule. Oh, do probably. You know I mean? Probably. Yeah. My wife is pregnant now. Congratulations. She, Hell yeah, it's tight. And so she, you know, we're reading, we're listening to stuff and all this other. And somebody on a a class that we were watching the other day asked, how many diapers do you need for like the first couple months? And the lady was basically breaking it down statistically. And she was like, when a newborn comes in, it's like 10 diapers a day. It's somewhere between six to 10 diapers a day. And so that's, you know, 70 diapers a week in needing to change them constantly. They're not making y'all do that. They're making you change the baby like twice. Yeah, exactly. That's fucking crazy for you to to introduce this as a premise of you could be a good parent Mm -hmm. based on robot behavior. Yeah, because you still don't even know. You have no clue. I'm just finding out and I want out of this situation. (laughs) I did not sign up for 70 diapers a week. I thought I was signing up for about 12. And I, I thought, sweet. I can do that. <laughs> no, 70. That's way too much. How, much, too is in a, much. how many diapers are in a pack? I feel like that's more than what you can even get at the store. You have to get, oh boy. That's well, my luck. issue with the baby is it doesn't shit in packs. Do you know what mm. I mean? Like if you, if you could get the baby to shit a pack amount each time, then yeah. that's reasonable. But if you're right. shitting some odd number that doesn't equate to what I can order, that's what hard. are we doing? Yeah. Yeah. Get on board. You've been on this earth for days now. You got to figure this out quick. (laughs) This is on you. This is on you, baby. Don't don't make this my problem. Okay, last question. You're sort of recognizing some of the failures, not failures, but some of the the doubt. You're introducing doubt to some of your religious experiences. Mm -hmm. At what point do you finally like go, fuck it? I'm I'm down to walk away from these things that I had built in my life as long as I have. I think it was my first year of college because I tried to find another church. Like I there were a few other black girls on my hall and we all grew up in the church and we're like, we're going to find a church here and go together. And we went church shopping. None of us liked any of them. We couldn't find one that we all liked. And I remember we went to a Bible study at one church and uh, the deacon was highlighting all these like servitude versus like talking about women needing to serve Uh their man etc (laughs) and i 
I don't know if I argued with him. I was just challenging this because yeah. I was like, are you really sh- sure that you're reading this correctly or like this, that this would apply today? And he was like, that's what the word says. And I, and <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, I don't need to be here. <laughs> I, don't, sure. I, don't, I don't need to do this. I don't need to fight with deacons about this. And that, and I know now I, I actually do want to revisit the Bible and like actually study it more, just the written words as, far, as opposed to like hearing people's interpretation of it. Mm-hmm. because. You know, I'm learning that there are more people who are trying to kind of update their perception of what God was trying to do right. or say, which I could be down with that. But I didn't really jive with what I was getting from church at that time. Yeah, I remember having a similar experience where uh, I was similarly, I was really into it. I'm going to these Bible studies and then we had a, a teacher one time who who showed a video of uh all the ways that secular music is like devil worshiping okay. and it got to a clip of John Lennon's Imagine and they were mm-hmm. playing Imagine and basically interpreting Imagine as like uh he was saying that he is the same as God that like mm. and I at that point was also writing poetry and yeah. so I knew like I could read the words and at least go like, no, nah, there's multiple interpretations here where he's like, no, nah, what if we're all like God's children and we should just treat each other the same? And yeah. the lady was like, no, he's saying him and God are the same Whoa. and he's going to hell. I'm like, first of all, he's already dead. So well, he's not going anywhere. Yeah. He's there. <laughs> if, and it's probably for beating his wife, not for this. Right, but right. that said, <laughs> I want, it just made me uncomfortable to think that. Yeah. A person could create so much permanence in terms of these words in my mind and my experiences moving forward. Yeah, I can see that. Did yeah. they have opinions on um, that song, What If God Was One of Us? Oh, you know they did. <laughs> the video, oh, they really landed. They they spent a lot of time on that, and then they spent a lot of time on that the finger thing that rock and roll people do, oh, the, the horns. Cool, it's like devil horns? Yeah, and they were saying that was devil horns, and anybody that did this is going to hell. And it's like, wow. I don't know, man. That's I I know people in gangs. They do silly things with their fingers. Yeah, it, they're just fingers. They're just <laughs> they fingers. They can't be that bad. They can't be on the same <laughs> level as murdering someone. Sure. And that's how you end up putting them inside of somebody, I think, is you just go, they're just fingers. And oh, then no. suddenly your finger banging. And that's what they were warning us about. Oh, I see. That's the end lesson. Yes. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a break. We'll be back with more Sashir Zameda and more My Mama Told Me. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. 
Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. And we are back. People who were in slavery wish that they had curbside service at Applebee's. Yeah, we're back here with more Sashir's Amada. More my mama told me. We're still talking about them big old butts and if they're coming as a result of your sexual activity. Did you hear that any other body parts were affected by sex? Hmm. No, I don't think I did. Yeah. No, that seems I think... crazy that, that <laughs> it would just go to your butt and nowhere else. I guess, <laughs> I guess, I guess why the reason I accepted it, I was like, oh, well, the, the dick penetrates <laughs> so, so much so that it goes straight to your ass. You guys are, <laughs> you guys can't see this at home, but Sashir's doing a lot of hand motions to demonstrate this very scientific uh, explanation of what the dick does when it penetrates and goes straight it to the goes ass. Straight to the ass. No, I don't think I did. I don't think I heard anything about like your boobs or anything. No, mm. I, that's that seems unfair to me. It should be like your butt gets big and your knees get loose, or your <laughs> your, your ankles they <laughs> they get sharper at the ends. You know what I mean? Just something that oh, look at those wiggly loose, loose knees. <laughs> You go to the doctor and they do the the test, that little tap test, and you're like, ma'am, I know you've been out here banging. These knees are loose. Way too loose. I can't even tap them. Look how loose they are. I actually did have a friend who thought that she could, she wanted her butt to get bigger, and she thought that sleeping on her stomach would help that. Whoa. Because I guess, I don't remember asking what the logic was, but I guess maybe sleeping on your back would flatten your butt, so giving your... But space <laughs> while you sleep helps it expand, maybe? Like, so, it wants to grow, but if sure. you're, we're, we're constricting it by laying on it. So, in her mind, we mm-hmm. are just little balloons constantly <laughs> being filled. And the pressure <laughs> of sleeping on your back means that your butt mm-hmm. is not able to fill to its, its fullest potential. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't and think is it this a person it. you still talk to to this day? No, it's not. Thank God. <laughs> she's a fool. you gotta cut people out of your life and i'm glad she's gone okay i gotta stop listening to her (laughs) (laughs) let's jump into this research i think one of the things that that i enjoyed the most in researching this is that there are quite a few reddit and quora type Mm. threads that sort of dig into this subject right and one of my favorite things that i've ever read was a, a person who was replying to a 16-year-old teen. This young girl goes on Quora, I think it was, and basically asks, like, hey, I'm 16. My best friend is 17. She's having sex. I am not. She told me that your butt gets bigger when you have sex. And I've seen her butt get bigger. So is this true? And a lot of people very kindly respond with, you know, they're they're just being tactful. They're telling her lots of information about puberty and the way that bodies change and all this other stuff. But then this one dude, an anonymous man, uh, replied back, yes, it does, because in health class, my very educated health teacher even confirmed it. He would not have said it to the class if it were a myth. After my first time, I've noticed some changes and I'm really <laughs> skinny. So there's no way my butt got bigger by growing. <laughs> Oh, I, I haven't heard that for men. I thought it was just for women. <laughs> that was my favorite part. Is the dude well, being like, my butt got big, so explain that. <laughs> He's like, I'm getting dumb thick over here, and it's got to be because of all the sex that I had. <laughs> that's so really funny. funny. I that's I would love that to be a thing that got spread, where just boys are showing off their asses to each other, like, hey, look out. 
Hey, look, at, <laughs> look at this juicy nigga over here. Come on. <laughs> look at you. I'd love it. And that's the problem. That's where we're at. That's how damaging patriarchy is, is mm-hmm. that we only allow women to think that this is something happening to them when, in yeah. fact, it could be happening to all of us. Exactly. We got to change things. <laughs> okay. So the real research, the actual legitimate science that that I tried to find, and I say legitimate very uh, loosely because mm-hmm. not a lot of this is legitimate. It's mostly just Google searches and weird uh, articles that I find. That said, there are hormone changes that happen naturally, right, during sex. That is a real thing. Sex does affect the hormone levels in your body, and subsequently, hormone changes in your body do affect the way that you physically appear and the way that thing, you know your body functions out in the world. Mm. These are all true things. Now, that said, one of the things that they said is like a big change or a potential change that happens is that during sex, there are a bunch of hormones being released, oxytocin, which is like a love hormone. And mm-hmm. then there's dopamine, which is like the hormone that makes you happy. And then mm-hmm. during orgasms is this thing uh, called dehydroepiendostratone. I don't know if I said that right. I am not a scientist and I'll never try it again. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) That was good enough. Yeah, I think that solved the problem. That said, all of these hormones are being released, but these hormones are not necessarily hormones that make your body change as much as you feel different, right? Hmm. These are just feel-good hormones. Right. Hmm. So... As it is right now, there's not a ton of proof that this is necessarily going to make your butt gigantic just because you you had a good time with a person. Yeah. So are any of these hormones that, not the ones that are related to feelings, but just like, is there anything that changes your body after sex? Great question. So when a man, and I'm going to use uh, real important, uh, heavy words here, when a man busts a nut. Hmm. Inside of a lady, (laughs) there is this hormone called prostaglandins, which can calm the uterus shedding and bleeding that basically can like control the frequency, not control, control feels like the wrong word, but can affect. Men are always trying to control us (laughs) from the inside out, of course. <laughs> Listen, I can't get away from the the things that I grew up with, and clearly, it's never going to uncook for my brain. But it does affect the frequency and sort of consistency of a woman's period, right? Uh-huh. That like when you are having sex more frequently, you are often also having a more regular cycle because your body is basically saying like, "All right, we know what to expect, and we're going to hold on to this uterine lining." or this egg for the the period at which we think this is a chance for you to get pregnant. Whoa. Did not know that. Yeah. So your body's, you know, it it's responding to shit. It's like mm-hmm. learning a bunch of stuff from you. Yeah. Interesting. Then there's this other stuff that I read where scientists also speculate that women's estrogen levels increase and subsequently your bodies change as a result of those estrogen levels. They also theorize that there's a possibility that the testosterone in semen could affect all of these things as well. So there is, there are plenty of people who have argued that the theory of butts getting bigger because of these things are not completely absurd, right? This all feels promising in terms of your argument. Okay, okay. Now, here's where your argument uh, gets shitted on by a bunch Uh, of scientists Okay, (laughs) pretty quickly. And I wanted it to be true. I wanted all the big booty girls uh, (laughs) that I knew in high school to be uh, completely as a result of the sex that they were having and not Mm -hmm. their just changes in their body. But one of the things that most scientists say in response to all of this is that while this is true, all of these hormones are being released and all of these hormones theoretically could have an effect on your body. What they also say is that there's not enough of these hormones being released long enough over a period of time for it to actually cause real physical changes. Mm. That like just because you have a little bit of an estrogen released during the 15 minutes and i'm Mm -hmm. being generous here (laughs) 
especially when you're a teen. <laughs> like 15 seconds. Right. What teenager do we know is is dogging it out good enough? For 15 minutes? No. For No. You don't even know how to do foreplay yet. So you no. just you're just <laughs> rushing into it. Mhm. Yeah. And that's most of the 15 minutes for me. That's where I get most of that's where is I the cook. foreplay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's where I'm. At. I'm playing the big ball there. Everything else is just uh, a finishing. Long pre-show. Yeah, <laughs> long opener. <laughs> Point is that the estrogen or testosterone or any of these things that are being released at this point are not enough to actually cause real changes in your physical form, and yeah. that anything that you're seeing that is a change is probably the result of like other things that are happening in your body. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So one of the things that I started to think about is what other things could be affecting big old butts or even right. just other things that, you know, your period, all these things. And there are mm-hmm. plenty of things that could have an effect on the way that you physically look. There's stress. There's excessive eating, alcohol use, weight gain, infections, medications, sleep cycles, smoking, and then something called polycystic ovary syndrome. Mm. And so all of these things in theory at play could be making your butt bigger even while you're having sex and possibly are doing it much more effectively than any sex could do, even though your physical demonstration of that dick (laughs) and that butt did seem like solid information. I mean, I was giving scientific (laughs) examples here with this hand motion. Okay, so that's good for people to know. If you're a teen looking to get a bigger butt, you Mm -hmm. don't have to have sex. Just get stressed out. (laughs) (laughs) Just do your finals (laughs) at the last minute. Get stressed. (laughs) Do your finals. Experience a divorce, perhaps, at home. (laughs) Blame yourself for that divorce. It's your fault, teens. You did it. Your parents, they weren't struggling until you came around. (laughs) And then you'll have hot girl summer next summer. (laughs) And you're going to be thick as hell. Maybe in your butt and your front, but that doesn't matter. That butt will get bigger. Mm -hmm. That's what the goal is. One of the things that that I started to think about, though, and I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this, is that where does all of this stuff come from? Right. Mm. Ultimately, where did this theory, if it isn't true, which science is basically telling us it's really not that true, where does it come from? And one of the things that I sort of landed on was patriarchy. That's what I was going to say. Tell me more. Please. Yeah. I mean, I feel like most (laughs) feels like a lot of things you can be like. The patri- it came from the patriarchy. Yeah. But I, I think it probably maybe originated in some sort of way to slut shame women or mm-hmm. to shame them in a way to not want to have sex or to or like you already look like you're having sex. So you may as well keep doing it kind of thing. Yeah. Like it, it whatever it is that will benefit men. OK, yeah. you have a big ass. <laughs> Go ahead. and Keep fucking because we are we are here and ready to receive. Or some sort of churchy kind of thing where it's like, oh, you don't want to, you don't want to fuck because your ass is going to get big and everyone's going to know what you've been doing and right. you'll be ashamed. Yeah, <laughs> basically a scarlet letter will be on you. Exactly, it, that's exactly right. This is this is a metaphorical scarlet letter being placed on your on your butt. <laughs> yeah. A scarlet A for ass. <laughs> a for ass. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> where they're saying, look, I want to be able to control your body. And mm-hmm. if either, and like you said, there are two options here. Either I want you to not have sex, so I warn you about the possibility of this being that flag mm-hmm. that's going to be waving in the wind for all to know that you are a sexually active person. Or alternatively, I know you're having sex mm-hmm. and I want you to know that it is a clear sign for everybody that you're a slut, that you're a yeah. whore for yeah. the things that you're doing. Yeah. Ugh. heartbreaking (laughs) yeah it's not great it didn't it doesn't inspire it you know what we find i think almost every week is that uh no conspiracy theory is fun if you really dig (laughs) into these bad boys (laughs) yeah it's usually just a sad person manipulating much sadder people for their own gain Mm -hmm. at the end of this train i guess yeah but it is so interesting that like that this conspiracy has 
traveled so far and wide and over so long and that people are still asking about it online and that mm-hmm. none of us were like, now, wait a minute. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. why, why are we saying this? Why yes. are we spreading this to our children? <laughs> why are we telling our kids this? Yeah, and that, it's such a, to, to even go further into sort of the patriarchal control of the whole thing is it's men obviously spreading it with intention because this is a level of like, ben- there has a level of benefit for us. Mm-hmm. And then subsequently, it's a bunch of women who are being trained to not question things or maybe yeah. they are questioning things and then being told to shut the fuck up because yeah. they're questioning things instead of being allowed to be like, nah, that's not true. My butt's fine. I, I didn't literally saw no change at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or it did change, but it's none of your business. Yes. That's nice. It's yeah. none of your business why Isn't... my butt got bigger. Yeah. You know? And that is why I do believe that the dude who said uh, his butt got bigger might be the greatest feminist of all time. <laughs> <laughs> because he didn't make this a gendered argument. Yes. He didn't make this about anything other than his own experience having yeah. sex and getting thicker. And that's really what we That's a true ally right there, you know? Like, that's a, yes. <laughs> we're all going through this. Not you women fucking and getting your butts bigger. I fucked too. I'm standing in solidarity and my ass is right there with you. <laughs> Look at me. Look at this juicy thing I'm sitting on. I'm with you, ladies. <laughs> I do like that that nothing in his mind ever like it never crossed his mind to be like, well, maybe it would affect any other part of like as a yeah. man, I would think, oh, I had sex, my dick got bigger. You right, I mean? right, like, right. My balls got dropped more. Or yeah, something. yeah, I'm sitting that, on. There's like or, a hefty sack underneath me now. But also that he like has he noticed any other guys' butts get bigger? Like is he <laughs> looking at other people's asses? Like oh, they must. Uh, <laughs> they were fucking too. Or was he like I'm the only one fucking? Uh, no one else's butts are getting bigger. Mine is so I'm <laughs> I'm the alpha male. I'm the one fucking all these girls here. I'll, I'll be honest. I like both alternatives <laughs> equally they're, because there's something really fun about him him being in the locker room after <laughs> like football practice and being like, oh, Tyreek, I uh, I noticed you've been banging quite a bit because <laughs> that thing's looking juicier. But then there's another fun version of him like Michael J. Fox walking through a high <laughs> a high school hallway and pointing mm-hmm. at people because he's like, yeah, I'm the only one doing it out here he's like ah josh you'll get there one day (laughs) (laughs) believe in yourself young man you'll finally get some oh that's fun all right we're gonna take one more break we'll be back with more sashir zameda and more my mama told me Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 
10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. And we are back. Yeah, we're back here with more Sashir's Zameda. More My Mama Told Me. We're still talking about them big old butts and how the real heroes out in the world are the ones who accept that butts can grow on both sides. It ain't just ladies. We can all get thicker from sex. (laughs) I mean, we can't, but you know. (laughs) We can't. Science tells us it's completely untrue. Yeah. But if you believe, you can achieve. Absolutely. One of the things that I I failed to mention in the research, and I'm just realizing it now, is that they did talk a little bit about perception in all of this stuff and the Mm -hmm. way that that actually does affect a woman's body. And it Mm -hmm. isn't that physically you're going to see these changes, but that frequent sex is usually the result of somebody feeling joy and and feeling sexy and yeah. subsequently while your butt may not be getting bigger you might feel like your butt is getting bigger and mm. that's just as important mm. i like that yeah that makes sense to me it's kind of like nice faking it till you make it it's not it isn't yeah. actually getting big i just feel like it on the inside mm-hmm. it's like a nice thing where it's like after some good sex you feel a little buff and like a little yeah. Yeah, you, know, you feel like a oh, I'm a fucking I yeah. you know, I did a thing, Dude, that, and so they're yeah. saying that like if you do that often enough, you could just feel like that all the time. Well, now I'm wondering if it was like if my butt was the same size, but I was just more confident. Mm-hmm. Like wasn't wearing like baggy pants anymore. Right. <laughs> I was wearing more like. <laughs> Bell bottom jeans. Yeah, you stopped dressing like <laughs> '90s TLC and started dressing like 2000s TLC. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, "What? Where did this butt come from?" And maybe it was always there. It was always there. It was yeah. the butt was in your heart the entire time this year. <laughs> you just had to look. I just had to clap my cheeks three times. <laughs> <laughs> I could always go home. <laughs> 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 okay, let's play a game. I have a, a very fun game. It's, it's uh, as I mentioned to you before, our most classic game on this show. It's a fun game called White, White Lies. Lies. Ugly, you're disgusting. I'm going to kill you. Give me $200. White Lies. <laughs> it's a fun game where I will introduce to you a conspiracy theory currently spreading in the white community, one that white people seem to to believe in quite a bit. And what I would love for you to do is to unpack why you think that is. Where do you think this conspiracy comes from? Why are these sneaky motherfuckers holding on to this conspiracy theory so much? Make sense? Yes. Hell yeah. Okay, this is a fun one that I actually enjoyed reading about quite a bit. But there are some people who believe that Earth has already been sucked into a black hole. That apparently in 2012, a bunch of scientists discovered the Higgs boson, which is this particle that Stephen Hawking talked about, that if it was discovered, would basically create a black hole and be the end of our universe, right? That if they find this particle, it's going to fuck up everything, and then we're going to go and be sucked into a black hole and, you know, ruin the world, Mm -hmm. right? There are some people who believe it was discovered in 2012. It did create a black hole. Earth was sucked in and we just haven't realized it yet. Whoa. Yeah. I missed all of this. And so (laughs) my question for you is why do you think these people believe so much in the possibility of us already being in a black hole? I feel like white people might really want us to be in some extra version of what we already are in. Like, we're in the Matrix. Mm. We're in a black hole. This is an alternate reality. This is a Mm -hmm. simulation. 
because you know when there's nothing challenging or like um <laughs> no obstacles you're like is this it you know like when you're just like playing the video game and you're like there's not i just beat every level like what else am i supposed to do yeah so they're just like, there must be something else going on <laughs> that I can't see. There must be a secret passageway or a secret door I haven't tapped into yet that, and that no one else knows about. Where everybody yep. else on Earth is like, no, it's this and it's hard. Yeah, <laughs> we, is... we see all the obstacles. We're bumping into them. They keep knocking us down. We keep going back to the start of the game. And um, it's not a fun <laughs> game. <laughs> this game fucking sucks. Game and I don't like sucks. it. <laughs> Y'all have all the cheat codes and no one will give it to us. I used to get so annoyed. I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but when you play Mario with people and there's always that person who like knows how to like run him real fast and mm -hmm. jump him up to that secret level in the clouds yeah. that you didn't know fucking existed. <laughs> and it's a level you can't beat if you walk real slow and try your hardest. It's like, fuck you, dog. <laughs> What are you? They don't got to do that. Just beat the level. Help me. Yeah. Help me get to the end of this game. Yeah, it's annoying. It's like when? When did you learn that? Who told you that? No one told yes. me that. You knew there was a cloud level. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's essentially what this Higgs boson group is arguing: is that like there is a cloud level that that we're not even aware of, and it's like I don't know what their goal is on the back mm -hmm. end of this. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. what? If we're in a black hole, let's say you're right. Let's say we got sucked into this black hole because scientists found this weird particle. What now? Like, are you helping me figure it out or are you just showing yeah. off that you made it to the this other level? I mean, yeah, I think it's probably showing off. Like, also, people love having um, the upper hand or like, I know mm -hmm. shit that you don't. I My blinders are off. My eyes are open. I can see what's going on. And you little plebes have no idea. But yeah, it's also like if we got sucked in a black hole this is it like it's yeah. just it's this is this it's just the same shit it what there was no difference between 2011 and 2012 and 2013 nope. it was all the same shit what like that's that's it There's well, no <laughs> i would argue that maybe that the second uh obama run might have been the moment where they were like oh no we found the particle this is oh. this is the thing that destroyed the planet it's like no dude you just didn't think the black dude could pull it off twice <laughs> and now you don't know how to handle that that's the black hole. Yeah. He's the, he's the black hole. <laughs> You're just in Obama's thick anus. Uh, <laughs> forever and always because you're unhappy with political choices. Yeah. Yeah. People will like think of all kinds of like, you know, he's a lizard. He's the Antichrist. Like, mm -hmm. like instead of just like more people like him. Yeah. It's just people kind of thought he was cool. So we voted for him. And that's. Yeah, he, so he stayed. <laughs> I don't know. He cries when uh, when it seems appropriate. He, he has human yeah, feelings. He, I don't yeah, know if he, he's a good guy or not. He's probably murdered plenty of people, but seems like a nice guy to vote do. for. Yeah, better than <laughs> the other options we had. Uh, a lot better than the other options. Well, we did it this year. I think we did the thing that yeah. we needed to do. Could you tell the folks at home where they can find you? What cool stuff you have going on? Yeah, my so social media stuff is at the sheer truth, T-H-E sheer truth. And you can see me on Woke. I'm shooting the second season right now. The first season's out on Hulu. And Home Economics is on ABC, but all the episodes after they air are on Hulu. Uh, listen to my podcast with Nicole Byer called Best Friends. And, you know, just 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 be kind to each other. Yeah, be kind and, <laughs> and follow Sashir and watch all of her television shows. She has more shows than technically should be allowed in Hollywood. <laughs> there are real rules about this stuff, and somehow Sashir finds a way to skirt those rules constantly. <laughs> it's very impressive. She's so funny. And please follow her. And as always, you can follow me at Langston Kerman. And you can send us drops. You can send us ideas. You can send us your own conspiracy theories at mymamapod at gmail.com. That's it. We did the whole thing. Yay. Bye. Bye.
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Looking for a fabulous fashion brand that celebrates you? Then look no further than Boston Proper, where styles are designed with you in mind, so you can look and feel amazing, no matter the day, season, or occasion. At bostonproper.com, you'll find fashion that knows you best. For over 30 years, Boston Proper has been the fashion destination for confident women who want to elevate their look with unique, sophisticated clothing at affordable prices. Visit bostonproper.com today. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.